0: Welcome back to Whose Crime Is It Anyway? I'm Lisa. And I'm Shell. And we're here to give you another episode of True Crime from the True North. This week's episode takes us back to where my first, very first episode started. Merritt, BC. Good old Merritt. Right? Very small town, around 7,000 people, and it's located in the interior of British Columbia. And it's actually known for being the country music capital of Canada of canada yeah wow well they have that big festival there. yeah usually. the Merritt country music festival every summer nice. um and if you haven't heard of it it's basically just canada's version of watershed that happens down at the gorge in washington
1: Mm-hmm. oh the gorge
0: <sighs> i know i feel like every episode we're talking about a music festival and <laughs> how badly and we, we want to like, have one nostalgic. again <laughs> nostalgic yeah exactly oh So way back at the beginning of this podcast, when we were just newbies to this whole thing, I had covered the recently solved murder of 12-year-old Monica Jack. Monica had gone missing from Merit on Nicola Lake, and today's case takes place at Nicola Valley Ranch, not even 10 minutes away. This case was suggested to me by a friend who's been working in the ranching industry for 13 years, and with farming towns comes a tight community of ranchers, who have all been affected by this unsolved tragedy? On a cold
1: January morning in 2019, an experienced local hunter was up in the backcountry in Merritt, where he came across a horse nervously walking around in the snow all by itself. The horse was dressed in full tack, including a saddle, but there was no rider in sight. There were no footprints or horse tracks coming from either direction. They found the ranch that the horse belonged to and brought it back. But it wasn't until they learned who the horse belonged to that they realized the owner was actually missing. This is the case of Ben Tyner. Take it away, girl.
0: Ben Tyner was a 31-year-old, true American cowboy who had moved to the Nicola Valley Ranch from Wyoming just three months earlier to take on the position of ranch manager. From the time he was born, he grew up on a cattle farm in Laramie, Wyoming, with his parents and younger brother, Jack. Ben was a big, strong, physically fit man, standing 6'4 and weighing 230 pounds. That's a big dude. He's a big boy. Wow. He had dark brown hair, brown eyes, and a full, trimmed brown beard. Ben was loved by everyone who knew him and was said to be a loving, gentle giant. He was quiet, hardworking, devoted, loyal, and would stop whatever he was doing to lend a helping hand. As a side to being an experienced rancher, Ben excelled in horsemanship and became extremely skilled in leather making. You can actually see pictures that he posted on his Facebook and Instagram pages of some of the items that he had made, and it's actually really impressive. He made braided and woven leather bull whips, elk hide and buffalo hide chaps, braided leather bosalita, which is a nose piece for a horse rein. I didn't, I had to look all of this up. He truly was a cowboy. Wow, he sounds like it. Also, yeah. I feel like all of that would be so intricate to make. It is. If you actually look at the pictures and you zoom in on the detail of these, it's so, so intricate and impressive. Yeah, it takes a lot of skill. Yeah, like I don't see any flaws in any of it. It just looks so nice. Ben studied animal production in Tarleton State University before venturing out in the world. He began as a cowboy herding and branding cattle and worked his way up to being a range rider, It seemed like he would work at a ranch for about a year or two and then move on to the next thing. But he did love to travel, so this might be why. And he enjoyed change, so these new jobs would take him to many different states. In 2018, he even spent a year as a farm manager in Russia, where he was in charge of shipping cattle over.
1: I was going to say, he really does get around. Yeah, he was everywhere. This job
0: took him everywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. He would travel back and forth from the States until his contract was over and he needed another change in scenery. And that's what led to this next adventure. At the end of 2018, he accepted the position of ranch manager near the Canadian farm town of Merritt, BC. Ben had been managing his family's cattle farm, but it was a lot smaller than Nicola Valley Ranch, so this was an exciting step for Ben and he definitely had the experience and was more than capable. Ben drove himself up to Nicola Ranch in early November 2018 with his white Chevy truck, three horses, and his two beloved dogs. Do we know what kind of dogs? I think that one of them, it looks like a collie, a black and white collie. I didn't see any pictures of the other dog. It would make sense if it was a collie. Yeah. Yeah. A farm dog. His very last post on Instagram is a stunning scenery photo that he had taken while riding his horse in the backcountry in Merritt. The caption reads Need to learn a bunch of new range? Try a 58 kilometer ride. Got a nice view of my home too. So it seemed like Ben was getting to know the area right off the bat and was very capable of riding long distances. So for his horse to be found alone in the backcountry was very alarming. So let's go forward to the morning that Ben's horse was found. Her name is Gunny.
1: Hmm. Little Gunny. Gunny, I love it. I love horse names. I
0: They're know, always so interesting. They're so cute. It was 5.30 AM on Monday, January 28, 2019. The hunter that came across Gunny was a man named Kim Robinson. He said at the time that he was in the backcountry along Swakum Ridge when he came across Gunny pacing around in the snow near a logging road. His recollection is that, quote, He was a nice-looking horse. He had good rigging on him, but he was a bit jumpy. Every time I'd go close to him, he'd step on that rein and kind of spook himself. It took me about 20 minutes to get him because he was pretty jumpy. Something had happened to him. He only had one rein, but I caught him and tied him up to a tree. That's when Robinson went and called some local cowboys for assistance. Gunny didn't have any scratches on her, nor did she have spur marks that would suggest that she had bucked Ben off of her. There was no blood, the only thing was that one of her reins had been broken. Now this could simply have been from her stepping on it herself and it breaking off, or maybe she was tied up to a tree earlier and she broke free. So in order to find out who the horse belonged to, there's a person called a brand inspector. Their job is to ensure that the animal's branding matches where they belong to and also to confirm the bill of sale at auctions. So branding is basically like an ID for the animal. Once this brand inspector found out which ranch Gunny belonged to, he called the Nicola Ranch, which was 7 kilometers away from where Gunny was found. It was when he spoke with an employee from the ranch at around noon that day that they realized Ben was missing. So, we
1: don't know how long before Ken Robinson came upon Gunny that she was out there by herself. No. I mean, she was obviously wasn't starving. She was still moving around. So yeah. we can kind of get a general timeline, but we don't know how long Ben hadn't been with her for. exactly.
0: Ben's truck and the horse trailer were actually still at the ranch. So obviously he didn't drive himself up the ridge with Gunny to the other side. So maybe
1: someone picked them up and drove them together?
0: Yeah, that's something that everyone wonders. Because if there was someone who had plans with Ben and they drove together, they haven't come forward and they haven't told the police. Which seems
1: weird. So if someone didn't pick them up, then maybe Ben just rode
0: gunny to mm-hmm. into the country. Right. Well, the weird thing is is Robinson stated something very odd. When he assessed the area that Gunny was found in, there were no horse tracks or footprints coming from the direction of Nicola Ranch. In fact, where he found Gunny was apparently on the opposite side of the mountain from the ranch and he said that he had been hunting in the area for roughly a month and was insistent that the horse couldn't have possibly made it to this location since there were no tracks. So no tracks i'm confused there were literally just tracks of Gunnies pacing in circles in the snow like there's no tracks leading from or to where she was found just like all- she was just lowered down into that yeah, spot literally had to have been brought there magically by a plane that's what this guy says he's like it's so bizarre like and he's a really experienced hunter and tracker so this to him he was very insistent on
1: interesting was there snow on the ground? Like, how are they looking for Yeah, tracks? there
0: was snow on the ground. So, had it snowed beforehand Apparently or maybe it, since the time they were out there? I don't think it had snowed over the last day or two, from what I could read in all of the forums from locals that live in the area. I can't recall reading anything where they can confirm that it had snowed in the last day or two.
1: Okay, so what about
0: the logging road where she was found by? Could they have come along that route? Well, again, according to Robinson, he said there were zero tracks, but the logging road was still actively used. So, by the time the missing person report was made, the logging road had been graded, which is basically another word for being groomed. So, if there were any tracks that he had missed by accident on that logging road, they were now lost. They were gone. They were gone. And it was also mentioned that there was a lot of wildlife in the area, including wild horses. So this could make it even harder to differentiate between Gunny's tracks and a wild horse's tracks if they found any. And another thing about this area was that there were mountain bike trails, but these would have been steep and covered in snow, making it really difficult for Gunny to safely get up. Basically what this is coming down to is that there are no horse tracks found leaving the ranch. So the consensus is that the horse had to have been trailered out to the end and to the other side of the ridge.
1: Right. Okay. That's the consensus. That's what they think happened. Yeah, they think that because she had otherwise been up. how did she get there? Yeah. But then why? What's the reason for doing that and leaving
0: her there? Well, we need- <laughs> <laughs> That's the big fucking question. Why That's is the she there? I know. <laughs> no, why is she why there? Why is just, she there? And she's wearing not figure attack. Full she's fully saddled, like the whole equipment. Like someone is
1: ready to ride her. Exactly. Someone is ready to get on and go for a <laughs> ride and just there's no one there. There's no one there. So let's go back to Ben. When was the last time anyone saw him? Like did someone see him riding off with Gunny or mm getting in a car or something like that.
0: Well, there was a report that Ben was last seen at 2 p.m. on the Saturday afternoon, just two days before Gunny was found. And he was seen on his horse. And at the beginning, police figured that this would have been the day that Ben went missing, thinking that he had gone for a ride off of the ranch. But it was later announced that Ben was accounted for that night. They don't say what time, they don't say where, or if he was with someone, but they were now saying that Ben likely would have gone missing either late on Saturday night or sometime on Sunday, which I find highly unlikely that a rider would take his horse out late at night in the dark, so obviously it had to be sometime on Sunday.
1: So that's the timeline that they are
0: creating right now. Yeah, now they're they're not saying that Saturday is written off, but at least it was sometime in the evening that he could have gone missing with gunny so when was gunny found what day monday morning at 5 30 in the morning so if
1: we think perhaps he went missing on saturday or sunday she would have been alone for a day a day and a half yeah maybe like 24 hours max yeah and she could survive that
0: oh yeah but she probably would calling her she she is a a she. she not a she but I thought and Robinson I know. called it a he. He, he. he was saying that, but it's a mare. Okay, she was a mare. So since it was the weekend, Ben was off the clock and wouldn't have been working. The staff at the ranch said that Ben didn't tell anyone that he was going riding. But even though Ben wasn't working, this is still something that all riders do. They never go out without telling anyone. So if he was planning to go out, he would have for sure told someone. So maybe the person he told has something to
1: do with this because they haven't said anything. Exactly. So in terms of locating Ben, did he have a cell phone on him or anything like that where they
0: could change his location? Right. Well, no. In fact, he also didn't even have his wallet with him either, which is also very strange. So we know based on his Instagram photos that he takes a lot of pictures with his phone while he's riding horses. So if you were going to be going on a ride alone, you would think that you'd want to bring it just in case something happens, right? Right. So like so far, like this is for sure just setting off red flags. Like why would you go out without your phone? I can maybe understand if you don't bring your wallet with you every time you ride, but I don't know. You're going out alone, you'd bring your, your phone
1: but you never know you don't know what you're going to run into i feel like exactly for yeah.
0: safety just that's to, what i mean for anything like, you would if bring your phone there's nobody else there for backup you would you would need a phone like i always take mine when i go out walking or running in case i freaking roll my ankle and i can't walk home right and especially if
1: he was going out at night if they're thinking it's that saturday night right. i would think for sure he would yeah.
0: bring his phone with him but this is just a thing like riders just don't do that they just They don't go out at night on a horse they just don't apparently someone from the ranch told the rcmp that ben had mentioned earlier in the week that he planned to go looking for stray cattle that have wandered from the ranch he didn't specify which day so this might not even be related but if he did leave on sunday to look for cattle there was one important tool that he left behind his dog sue I've been told that a cowboy oh. never leaves their dog at home, and my friend who has worked and lived on a ranch says that for the entire six years, quote, my dog never left my side regardless if I was checking a fence or looking for cows. Definitely. That's what they're trained to do. Exactly.
1: Yeah. This is like their life. And they, a cowboy dogs, and a
0: dog, they're just best yeah, friends. They're best friends. They're tied at the hip. Like, yeah. that's so true. If Ben went for a ride, he didn't take his dog with him if he was looking for cattle. It just, it doesn't make sense. So another thing interesting about Ben's phone that I did not read anywhere online. The only reason I know this is because the person who told me has direct connections with someone involved in the case. Reports all said that Ben did not take his phone with him, which is correct. However, they all suggest that his phone was found back at the ranch, which actually might not be true. Oh. According to my source, police used one of those Find My Phone apps Mm -hmm. to locate Ben's phone. Apparently, the phone was located in Merritt at a business where a young teenage boy was working. That guy said that he had recently bought the phone off of someone. Now, if this is true, we don't know who they are. We have no idea. We have no idea. Like if it was Ben or if it was someone else. Exactly. This source has a relative that was working at the store that day and said that they witnessed the questioning of the young teenage boy. So if this was foul play, someone had Ben's phone and they were clearly trying to get rid of it. But why not just destroy the phone so it could never be found at all? Well, maybe they needed the money. I don't know, a small town. Maybe you just need a few extra bucks to get out of town. I know, but the thing that you could easily do is apparently people don't really lock up their barns and horse equipment is really expensive. You could easily just go into a barn and probably just steal it all if you really wanted to make money instead of a phone. Instead of trying to go through all the trouble of selling a phone. Right. And it just so happens to be of a missing man. Right. That's so suspicious. Yeah. I don't know. So once it was reported that Ben was missing, search teams got to work right away. There were nine BC search and rescue groups that scoured the mountain. RCMP dogs were used, they had helicopters, snowmobiles, drones, people on horseback and on foot. They also used infrared cameras to detect any heat sources like a fire or even maybe Ben himself, and they used sonar on a nearby lake. Ben's parents and his brother Jack came up from Wyoming to help with the search. And Jack was also a professional rodeo rider and a rancher, so he had a lot of experience in this field, so he kind of had a gut like where he should be looking. He went out on his horse and he took Ben's dog along with him, trying to possibly get a scent on Ben. Along his search, he came across a broken rein from a horse. Oh, I know. Although this is believed to be the broken rain from Gunny's tack, we don't know any more about it. So we don't know if they tested it for blood or DNA or where the rain itself was found. That's exactly what I was going to ask. Where, where was, was it, it found?
1: And how far away from exactly. where Gunny was
0: found? Because then you would want to trace back to where you found that. Totally. So we just don't know. There's so many things about this case that they're not telling the public, which for fair reasons, I understand. The temperatures were extremely cold, dropping as low as minus 20 degrees Celsius. As the weather became more treacherous, the search had to be called off after a week. They still weren't any closer to finding Ben and hadn't come across any of his clothing or belongings that he might have had with him. His family had to go back home, taking Ben's truck, his trailer, three horses and two dogs, all without their Ben. So to recap what we know so far, Ben was known to be last seen sometime Saturday night. His horse was found in full tack at 5.30am Monday morning. There were no tracks found to be able to explain how Gunny got up to the opposite side of the ridge. Ben's truck, trailer, and dog were all still at the ranch. Ben left his wallet at home and his cell phone was either also at the ranch or possibly stolen and sold to a local teenager. And no one has come forward to say that they gave Ben and Gunny a ride up the Swakum Ridge mountain.
1: So, did Ben live alone? He was
0: living alone, I think.
1: And I wonder what they found in his place. Like, did they find any signs of a struggle or again, I have was no anything idea. out of
0: place? It's so frustrating. I didn't even read anywhere that they actually searched his house at all. Which would be where I would look. Exactly. And like checking his phone history, text messaging history. Like was there some sort of drama that he was dealing with? Well, especially if they have the phone in custody Mm -hmm. now,
1: if they found it. I feel like there's that way where you can see the location of the phone you could go back in the history and see the location of where the phone has been because this was, what, 2017, 2018? 2018, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, so It would have been, no, 2019 now. 2019. So we're, this is only a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have Find My iPhone. It actually will show you where you've been. The police can have those records. Oh, I'm
0: sure they've got it all then. They have yeah. to. They're just not saying what they
1: have. So they must have a pretty accurate understanding of at least where ben's phone was in the days leading up
0: to before he went missing and the days that he went missing and then after right but at the beginning of this investigation police were not treating this as foul play they were convinced that maybe this was just purely an accident and ben had gone off riding and something had happened but where's the body exactly where is he then there's no sign of him So a couple months later, the RCMP did announce that they were now involving the major crimes unit. And then, a month after that, after reviewing all the pieces from the search of the mountain as well as the Nicola Valley Ranch, the RCMP announced that they believed the case now had an element of criminality. Some of the pieces to the puzzle just weren't adding up, but we already knew that. We knew
1: that. Yeah.
0: A year later, the RCMP officially declared Ben's case a homicide and the FBI are now involved. They're being so tight-lipped about the whole case, which gives me hope that they must have something and they need to protect the integrity of the investigation. They must. I mean, it's just a matter of being patient, right? Okay, so Ben,
1: I'm wondering if he had any enemies or mm-hmm. anything with his work life on the ranch. Did he have any disagreements? Yeah. Anything that would make sense for a motive for him to either go missing or, you know, foul play being involved.
0: Right, like who would want to harm Ben?
1: Yeah, that's. he seems like a pretty nice guy. He's a big dude, <laughs> exactly. so it would be pretty damn hard to
0: to take hurt him down, this guy. Like right. to take this guy down. That's a big dude, right? But apparently, in the ranching industry, there's a lot of big dudes. Okay. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And being a cowboy, you wrestle cows, you wrestle cattle, yeah. so, so you're quite strong. So maybe size isn't really doesn't really matter. But I mean, maybe there were two people involved, or maybe there was a weapon involved. Mm-hmm. But either way. We don't know because they haven't told us that they've found any of that.
1: But still, like even if, so if a weapon was involved and say they shot him. We would have seen blood. We would have seen blood. There would have been drag marks for the body. There would have been something. But also, lifting 230 pounds. Like dead weight too. Of dead weight dude. Mm -hmm. That, I'm pretty sure it's either more than one person and probably not a
0: woman. Right, right just
1: saying that like that's a lot to carry exactly i mean maybe she was involved in some other way but if it was like some i was thinking maybe it could have been a lover's quarrel or was he dating anyone do we know if like they were
0: on bad terms i will get through all of this oh really okay yes i've got a long list of possible theories for a motive and this is the hardest thing to figure out for anyone to figure out Right, so even though Ben was really new to the area and had only been there for about three months, he was a stand-up guy and he was really well-liked by everyone that met him. He was also apparently very involved with the local church. In fact, just two weeks before he went missing, Ben was on the news doing an interview about a local church that had been burnt down by someone. And I have the video of Ben speaking so you can hear his voice and just how genuine he sounds. Well, it's tragic, really. The uh, church has been a landmark here for uh, for well over 100 years. It was a historic point for this area. It was one of the oldest uh, churches uh, in B.C., but I know a lot of people have have told me before what this church meant to them. I know they'd put some work into restoring it. It was uh, definitely heartbreaking to a lot of them. It's, As I said, it's just uh, just a tragic and senseless act that uh, think been very devastating to a lot of a lot of local people so that was just two weeks before he went missing so he's pretty involved with the community then Mm -hmm. he just sounds sounds like like such a good guy
1: yeah great guy he's cares about the city he lives in and obviously it being on a ranch i feel like especially in merit you would just get to know so many people become a part of the community. Yeah,
0: they all kind of help each other out, and apparently everybody knows what's going on. So, one of your questions about was he dating anybody, like a lover's quarrel, maybe a jealous ex-boyfriend came around or something. Even though Ben's Facebook status said that he was single, it doesn't really mean much if Ben was possibly dating someone new. My source told me that there were rumors that he was dating someone new and that her ex-boyfriend was someone that you didn't want to mess around with. But, oh, okay. I mean, this is purely speculation. We don't have any information to prove that this is actually even true. Was this new girlfriend questioned and talked to by the police? I know nothing. This is purely just what this source told me. It's not okay. in any articles anywhere
1: inside information
0: yeah exactly and i'm assuming that if this person was involved in dating him like she would have spoken they would have seen messages in his phone and traced it back to this person totally so could there have been any beef at the ranch
1: itself between the employees like ben hasn't been in this job for very long he how long was it before he came up from the states um to when he went missing three months he had only been there for three months Yeah, that's a short time. Like, I I wonder if there was a disgruntled employee or someone who maybe had a grudge against
0: him coming in. Right. I was wondering the same thing. So the only thing that I heard was that Ben was taking over the position that a man had been doing for over a decade, the ranch manager. So could this mean that maybe that previous manager was really pissed off and had a bone to pick? I mean, it's hard to say because apparently the previous ranch manager did go on to manage a very successful ranch in Alberta afterwards. So on a much larger scale, he was doing actually more after this job. But it sounds like this could have simply just been a great opportunity for the guy to leave the ranch and take another job. Yeah. So maybe he wasn't fired. But then I read rumors that Ben was hired because Nicola Ranch was not doing very well financially and had to downsize some of their staff. And from my understanding, Ben was to handle the bookkeeping as well to try and get the ranch back on its feet. So maybe the previous manager wasn't doing a good job, so they had to get rid of him.
1: Ooh, I have a theory. So if the previous ranch manager was also managing the books, and the ranch wasn't doing well, Mm -hmm. maybe he was you know sticky fingers right some sort of illegal shit going on yeah yeah like he was kind of causing the ranch to not do so well so then they bring in ben and he is now doing the books and kind of finds out this mistake maybe he confronts the guy and shit goes
0: down it's true that topic has come up in some of the threads that i've read but there's nothing really to prove that there was anything illegal going on within the company So that is also like a very legit reason to kind of, you know, want someone gone. Like he saw something and found something out that he shouldn't have. But you would think that the owners would have known that he would be going back into their files to try and sort out the company, right? You don't just start from nowhere. You have to go backwards and see where they're at and how they got there. You would think he would have seen it.
1: You can hide things, I guess. So maybe he kind of figured out a way to hide or cover his trail. Mm -hmm. And then Ben ended up uncovering that. It's true.
0: It's super possible. Or maybe it just, it was purely just a business decision to bring in a fresh set of hands. Like, hey, we've been doing this for 10 years. It's not really changing. I think maybe we just need a new person to kind of reset the slate, you know? Totally. And I'm speaking from some experience coming into a new role, mm-hmm.
1: whenever you do, you see the company with fresh eyes and a completely new perspective where mm-hmm. employees who've been there for, you know, a decade, mm-hmm. they, you just kind of are like, oh, I'm gonna do the, the same way that things have been done because you're just not, because you're so in it every day, exactly. right? Exactly. And so when you bring in someone new and fresh, it, you always get a new perspective and that can turn business around. And I'm sure for a ranch in merit, this was probably a really exciting thing for them to have been on board because he's done a lot, even in his like, you know, he's he's only 31, yeah. but he seems to have done a lot in the States. He's traveled, obviously very experienced. So mm-hmm. it was probably exciting for them to bring
0: someone on like him. Of course. Also, another thing to note is apparently the previous manager also helped in the search for Ben. So, was he responsible for Ben and staying close to the case, or was he simply just being a good Samaritan?
1: Eh, who knows, it's hard to say.
0: After reading through almost 60 pages on web sleuths about this case, (laughs) the same question that gets asked over and over is whether they checked how Gunny was dressed. In the horse riding world, people have different and very specific ways of dressing their horses. So was this horse tacked exactly the way Ben would have done it? If so, this person had to have known Ben on the ranch and known how he did it. And according to riders, there's usually several different saddles lying around the barn at any given time. So if Ben didn't dress his horse, whoever did it knew it was Ben's horse and his equipment and how to do it a.k.a. a staff member. Uh, Yeah, someone on the ranch who was close to him. But again, we don't know anything about this person to make any accusations. It's just we don't know. If Gunny wasn't tacked how Ben would normally do it, then this would strongly suggest that someone else staged this to look like he had been in a riding accident and that Ben never even left the ranch with Gunny at all.
1: That was going to be my theory, Mm -hmm. is that I don't know if Ben actually left his place at all. I know. Like, what if, that's why I asked about, did they search the home and what did they find? Did they find any signs of a struggle or
0: anything? No information, man. They are so keeping it close to their chest, which is really frustrating, you know, from an outsider. We want more answers, but I mean, the case is just so ongoing. They have to keep it quiet. They can't release what they have if it's going to spoil the investigation. I've got a long list of possible theories just to kind of recap what we've talked about. Either Ben left with Gunny on horseback and maybe something spooked her, like maybe a bobcat, and she just took off and left Ben behind. But there's no horse tracks leaving the ranch.
1: The horse tracks are so
0: confusing. I know. It's so
1: confusing. All I can think of is that it snowed. I know. (laughs) That's the only thing I can think of. I know.
0: It just didn't say any confirmation that it actually had snowed if it was fresh snow on the ground. And another theory is like maybe if he did ride Gunny and she got spooked, maybe he got bucked off of Gunny by accident and he was knocked unconscious. From reading the forum and what other horse riders were saying, horses aren't quite as loyal as dogs, meaning like they've been known to sometimes take off on you if they get spooked. But again, this would mean that he would have had to have been with Gunny in the first place. Totally. Which means he would have left his
1: cell phone, his wallet. On purpose? Yeah. On purpose at home or in the care of someone else. Right. It's weird.
0: Another option is that something happened to Ben at the ranch. Maybe he was getting Gunny ready for a ride. That's why she was tacked up and dressed. And then someone just came up and the attack happened there. And maybe they they trailered Gunny to the ridge to direct the investigation away from the ranch. Like a decoy. Yep, totally. Then there's the earlier theory that someone had plans with Ben and trailered Ben and Gunny out. And maybe something happened along the way and Ben was killed and then they took Gunny to the ridge to throw off the scene of the crime. Also another option, like maybe he willingly left with someone in their trailer and their truck and it was premeditated and it just happened up in the backcountry. It could have been a jealous Mm -hmm. ex-boyfriend of a girl that he was seeing, but Mm -hmm. that's like, you know, there's nothing to corroborate that really other than rumors. Could have been a vengeful ex-employee. And another thing is maybe mental illness. He didn't have any known mental illness to suggest that he left the ranch to go take his own life. So that one is just not a theory that anyone's buying or not even going there. It doesn't really seem like he was
1: unhappy. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to this believe was his, that. Yeah, this was his life. He's on Instagram posting all the time. It's not like he had friends. He had obviously this girl he was seeing perhaps. Yeah. Obviously he had things going for him. It doesn't seem like he was no. down in the dumps. No, exactly.
0: It. And it's not likely to be drug or gang related. Ben never dabbled with drugs. He didn't hang around shady people. So it's just that's kind of another theory that's out the window. Mm-hmm. There's also no way that he would leave by choice to start a new life without taking his truck and his beloved yeah, totally. dogs, you know, like his you his wallet. N- you're, you're, yeah, you would never take off and leave without your wallet right
1: and I mean I'm sure that you could I mean you could potentially make this whole plan to leave and start a new life but why would he need to like wasn't it's not like he is with his parents or trying to run away with someone no there's no need if he wanted to up and leave his life he could easily It could just go to Russia again. Right, he
0: travels all the time anyways. So, like, nothing's stopping him from going and doing that. Nothing's
1: stopping him. And it doesn't really seem like there would be a reason for him to need to
0: change his name or disappear. And just, again, his dog was his best friend, Sue. Yeah. He would never leave Sue behind. Okay. I mean, men and their dogs have a different bond. 100%. I
1: mean, it's just... There's that story of his name's Robert something, the guy that's like on the most wanted list in the U.S. for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. Killed his wife and kids, took his dog with him. (sighs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Just saying. Yeah, man. Even mass murderers love their dogs. Yeah. It doesn't seem plausible at all that this was what happened. No, totally. Either way, if something did happen to Ben at the ranch, his body was not found there. Police had originally asked the public for any dash cam footage that they had from the adjacent highways going through Merritt and the surrounding area, but we don't know if anything was turned in. They have not announced anything like they did with... Oh, Courtney Lake. Remember when they released that dash cam footage of Courtney Lake getting into that truck? Right. Right? You would think that if the cops had something, they would have let us know, but who the fuck knows? I'm just assuming that they're not saying it, which has to be a good thing. They have to be on to something. It's been two years and two weeks since Ben Tyner went missing and the investigation is still ongoing. His family hasn't been able to return to Canada to help with Ben's search because of the border restrictions during COVID. They recently released a video statement to the public offering a $15,000 reward to anyone who can provide a tip that leads to solving this case. Ben deserves justice and his family deserves closure. It's been excruciating for his entire family to not have the answers. Ben's brother Jack posted a really touching story on Facebook recalling one of his fondest memories with Ben, closing it by saying, quote, I try to find comfort in the fact that the range he is riding up above is more beautiful than any of us can imagine. God couldn't have a better cowboy to watch his herd. Oh, so sweet. That makes me want to cry. I know. So... I think that this was someone who knew Ben and that this was not an accident. I have a feeling that the RCMP and the FBI may even know who was responsible and it could just be a matter of not being able to prove it. And until they do, we'll still be left wondering, whose crime is it anyway? If you have any information or tips that you might think are meaningless, they could mean everything to this case. You can call the Merit RCMP at 1-250-378-4262 or call Crime Stoppers Anonymously at 1-800-222-8477. No matter how little or insignificant it may seem, it may lead to bringing our lost cowboy home.
1: Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Whose Crime Is It Anyway? We will be back next week with our brand new case. Until then, follow us on Instagram at Whose Crime Podcast and on Twitter at Whose Crime Pod. Bye, Toodles!